0: Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later.
2: Mm-hmm. Starts slow, and starts to mount.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, sir. Yes,
3: sir.
2: We'll give a little, little time to
0: sit in. Come get some. Come get some. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to After Buzz TV. And of course, uh, we're here for our show, our new show uh, of Kings and Prophets. Yes, premiere week. Yes, it was premiere week. I premiered the, the, the very first episode, and uh, we'll get into that. I'm Chris Howard. You can reach me during this episode. Feel free to tweet out at us and uh, or cop, uh, you know put some print underneath the video. Let us know what you're thinking. We want to engage you in the conversation. You are co-hosting with us, and you can reach me at Chris Howard Live or at LegendaryLivingDaily.com or LegendaryLivingTV.com for YouTube. And we
3: have And I'm Chris's co-host, here with McCall. My name is Katerina Kazayas, and you can reach me on Twitter, at Katerina Kazayas. Uh, you can also check me out via my website. It's globalgab.com. That's global-gab.com, where we talk international gab-fest. Nice.
0: International
2: gab-fest. Yeah.
0: Well, you want to tune into that? International so gab. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Chinese gab, African gab. <laughs> What's up? It's your girl, McCall Hall. You can find me on social media at So McCall Hall when sports and pop culture collide. Now check it out. I'm on chat duty tonight, so I've already got a couple of questions, and I'm making sure to check it. So if you guys have something to ask us, I'll make sure to check in here and there, and we'll bring it up during the show live. And shout you out.
2: Shout you out. And, and So McCall Hall is like with three or four different O's. Four O's in So. O's. Yes. So McCall Hall. Is there any... Uh, metaphorical meaning to the four o's
0: no, no i just i like long names and things of that nature i don't know i, I was obsessed with the show that's so raven back in the day oh, oh like i remember that yeah. so
2: yeah so blame Fantastic. raven simone beautiful but well, we want to welcome you once again we're doing of kings and prophets we uh, we just watched the episode ourselves
3: yeah we're um, fresh
2: we are fresh off of the episode and you know the when i when i when i Booked on for this. When I signed on for this, I was looking for the biblical relevance and the metaphorical relevance to see, okay, what are you, what are you going to put out there? Is there something to be learned from this? Yeah. What, what do you think? Um, well, I'm curious what brought you mm. to you guys, because we signed on to the show. We wanted to do the mm-hmm. show. For me, it was like, is there something to be learned in the, in the deep and rich metaphors uh, for, from biblical reference? How about you guys? You know
3: what, you know what attracted me to the show was the fact that it seems to be one of those epics you know, like a Game of Thrones or a Vikings or uh, Scar. You know, um, Spartacus. So I like big epic tales, and right. uh, and I love anything to do with history. So this seemed right on. You know, right down my alley.
2: Beautiful. Yeah. Mm,
3: well, beautiful. I love God, so I figured <laughs> <laughs> this might
0: be a good show to hop on. Uh, the Lord kind of brought me to it. But no, seriously, I was driving down the street. And I saw a, a really cool billboard. Like the the advertisements and the creative work was just so engaging. Mm-hmm. So between yeah. God and advertising, I said, yeah. let me
3: hop on.
2: <laughs> yeah, God and sex and violence. So, I mean, what more could you want, right? Yes.
3: <laughs> and you know what I liked about the timing yeah. of this show is it's right around Easter time, mm-hmm. right? That's so you true. get all the big Bible epics. I'm sure a little bit of that went into their thinking with the programming. Yes, And, yes,
2: yes. and I, I
3: think I heard that this show was supposed to premiere in the fall. Mm-hmm.
2: No kidding. I
0: didn't uh, know. And and so now it's premiering a little bit closer to Easter. Right. So I don't have the exact reason why they pushed it back, but my mind is assuming it's probably timing, right. Could yeah be a for, that, for the right? divine connection.
2: Connection. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. And uh, you know there, we we've read some other reviews out there. We've seen a lot of talk out there. Uh, we've because for me. Part of the you know the suspense and the waiting for it was you know, that was kind of exciting. I was really excited about the show, what it yeah. would have to offer. Um, I've read a couple of reviews that uh, you know didn't look so kindly upon it. Uh, but we said that the ratings were
3: ratings were low. Ratings they, came in the lowest in its time slot, which I found interesting because I thought it, this would be a big attraction. Yeah,
2: I think it. I think it's going to build. It's mm, like yeah. they had three million. You said the viewers, that viewers. watched. Yeah and I, I think that it's going to build I think the Lord is with this show um, <laughs> but uh, it, it's interesting to me because it's got to find it's, it's got to find it's target mm-hmm. and you know who is the target for this show is it the uh, Bible thumper we said and right. I say that with mm-hmm. reverence right. <laughs> um, but uh, you know is it the Bible thumper is it the person that's into Game of Thrones mm-hmm. or the Shannara Chronicles and likes that medieval feel mm-hmm. uh, or is it somebody else. Who do you think is the perfect viewer for this show?
0: Well, I think they were trying to leverage the popularity of the Game of Thrones and those medieval shows, right? But then there are people like me who have eight, some of a familiarity with the Bible, right? And you know, we're we're not looking at these shows to be so graphic and and have so many complexities. We're trying to really relate it to what we read in the Bible. And you know, were I, you looking more for
3: biblical content
0: yeah. versus
3: Hollywood drama?
0: Yeah, I, there's a lot of Hollywood drama with it, mm. and you know it. I just will admit, you know, it was a challenge. And there was for a lot me. of drama in the Bible. There was a lot of drama <laughs> in the Bible. So, you know, it was definitely a challenge for me. So, I, I don't know who their target audience is yet based off of this first episode. Right. Maybe it will begin to shake out. Well, so see, I've,
2: I wonder if they know, though. Um, and I don't mean that with disrespect. Mm-hmm. It's just like, uh, do they really uh, know who that's going to hit? And when they do, like, they just had the, uh, what was the movie that just came out with uh, Arisen? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The movie yeah. Risen. Yeah about uh, you know, Christ rising from uh, the afterworld. And the question is, who's the audience for that? I love these types of movies, quite right. frankly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the depth of it, and I love the historical reference. and the, Right.
3: And I, I think this story, the, you know, I'm sure the season will evolve because this is going to fascinate. This is one of the greatest stories in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And, the, uh, and the, you know, David and, and yeah. Goliath, Goliath and yeah. Saul. And, and, uh, and so I think it's great that they finally decided to tackle that. Yeah. and I think that we'll see a lot over these these episodes I expect it's going to evolve really quite nicely
2: that's yeah. uh, you know I, I, I'm uh, blessing it with the same thing I'm hoping for the same <laughs> thing because it's uh, I, I like the show I'm glad that it's there mm-hmm. I love uh, I love tales that teach
0: yeah mm-hmm.
2: you know and so uh, you know from my perspective I'll be looking to uh, glean what, what is there to be learned from this and mm-hmm. I like the fact also that, Uh, We can use, you know, Hollywood can be so entertaining and use that medium to deliver Mm -hmm. uh, classic messages in a modern day.
3: Yeah. And and it's got a little bit of everything. It's got bedroom politics. It's got romance. It's got blood and guts and... You know, so we're going to get that, to all that, yeah.
2: yeah. And they said we could talk about the blowjob that happened. I'm
3: going to take a drink. Uh, yeah.
0: I, I propose that uh, we play a little drinking game. Every time There's we a... say blowjob, you guys have to drink. It doesn't have to be alcohol. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever you're sitting <laughs> Whatever you got at home. That it's, doesn't
2: sound very holy whatever, to me. Whatever you I got just feel home. like
0: this show and this season will have a lot of that, mm-hmm. yeah. so we'll get our audience pretty drunk. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> if you want to play uh, McCall's drinking game, you can uh, <laughs> reach out to her, hashtag... Uh,
0: uh,
2: at So McCall Hall. At So McCall Hall, right? All right, so let's take the episode. Let's let's uh, uh, start where it started. Uh-huh. And it was a little bit tough to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, we had you had mentioned that you watched about 20 minutes of it. What
3: I watched it? about 20 minutes of it um, when it premiered last night. Right. And I got a little lost, so I was happy to be able to watch it again today and it cleared up a little bit of that. It started right at the beginning with the attack on the sheep, and you weren't right. sure if that was a dream or what that was, what was going on there. But it it was a nice way to introduce David, mm. um, whom I thought was cast quite well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little weird wig. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I liked him, but I, I thought the wig work was... So it could, uh, See, yeah.
0: it's, it's interesting, there's so many different programs that have featured David in there, so mm-hmm. everybody's yeah. rendition of David is a little bit different. But yeah, the wig... Uh, might need a little more hairspray. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Maybe a little They didn't less. have it back then. That's probably, there the, that was, there's there the go. problem, He's right?
3: battling a lion. Come on.
2: Yeah. 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 Me, leave me leave me him me. alone. Leave his hair alone. <laughs> but, uh, it, yeah, so it starts with the dream. The, right. or, or Or not a dream sequence. It's actually happening where David is asleep. Graphically. I read online, right. somebody had written a review that said David was a really... Uh, shitty uh, sheep herder because he, he missed his first job, which was to stay awake so the, the lion can't get your sheep. But he slept through the lion coming and, and eating the sh- sheep, and that was this traumatic experience for him. Um, I liked that. I thought it was a good scene. What uh, would you all think of the, the... Right out the gate, we got the blood and guts and the...
0: Well kudos to their uh, graphics team and, and you know all the production team because uh, just mm. off the bat you can already tell they've put a lot of effort and time and probably a lot of money into making sure this is graphically as engaging
3: as possible the, so the, the show yeah. production values are there Yeah, right? the cinematography yeah, the lighting all of that's
0: that that's the word yeah, I was looking yeah, for absolutely. cinematography
2: cinematography was beautiful, cinematography was beautiful. So you can use big words McCall it's you within know, once you once in <laughs> a
0: blue moon once in a blue moon but yeah the cinematography was off the hook so yeah. that
3: grabbed me right away yeah. And, you know, this was shot on location in South Africa. Really? So they shot all of this out there, which is why we're getting some really authentic desert scenes. Yeah. Oh, that's neat. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. That's neat. It's. Um, did you think that lion looked very authentic? Yeah. <laughs>
3: Ugh. I had a bit of an issue with the paws. The paws were looking a little the fake to me. The face looked a little
2: yeah. bit to me. But, uh, you know, I, all in all, I liked the episode. I really did. Mm. I don't mean to uh, uh, knock it. I did enjoy it. Uh, so we start with the uh, attacks uh, or the sheep being slaughtered. And I, first thing I'm thinking is, is there a metaphor in that mm. for...
3: The rest of the uh, episode.
2: Y- yeah, yeah, for the rest of the episode. Which there
3: actually was.
2: With Yeah, because mm-hmm. they were saying that the... They call as they called them the savage Philistines, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the savage Philistine attacks. They said, I kind of take that with a grain of salt because there's always you know it's mm-hmm. like wait a second they're they're placing meaning on one side of a battle. Right. Um, but so you one-sided. had
3: one-sided. Uh, on Oh no,
2: one-sided battle. Yeah. So there's two uh, tribes that were attacking, mm-hmm. and they said that they were under, They had this onslaught of attacks. You had King Saul, who was defending against the Philistine attacks and looking to unite the tribes, hmm. the 12 tribes of Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, when when y'all were watching this, y'all, because it rhymes Saul. with McCall. Yeah. And Saul, McCall. Nicole. We got go. yeah, to go come up with that. Yeah. But when you were watching it, um, did the biblical significance and the, the gravitas nature of the source material. Uh, did that weigh into your consciousness at all and did, did you think at all about what's happening currently in Israel mm. and Palestine and uh... no
0: I honestly I didn't and and just the relation to like who people were it took me a while to even kind of grasp that mm. um, I, you know for that right. first 10 15 minutes I was really just trying to just take it all in I wasn't able to kind of piece things together and relate it to anything current or anything in the past
3: I was just taking it for what it was it did get a little yeah. easier to watch as the show progressed yeah. I agree the first the first few minutes you're trying to figure out who's who and what's what and
2: yeah i, I plugged in because you had told me that right, she, yeah. like it's hard difficult to follow i'm like Pay okay attention. Yeah. let me see and you said and you said everybody looks the same <laughs> and it did right uh, but one reviewer one <laughs> critic said there were two white guys in it and that was david <laughs> and the other guy who raised the <laughs> yeah, you know
0: when you said this was filmed in south south africa and i'm kind of looking at the casting and mm-hmm. somebody brought this up on our uh, chat yeah. Let's yeah. see a area area done Benet, forgive me, I probably just butchered your name, but you know who you are, shout out. Uh, she asked, what did you think of the casting choices? That's my ah, question. Interesting. And choices. to hear that they filmed in South Africa, mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't really see a every... And, and, and not to say that we have to have, you know, brown people, but it just seemed like some of the castings were kind of off the people in power. It just seemed kind of segregated. Who was in power versus who?
3: What I found was a little interesting is King Saul himself, right, who is... Um, uh, Roy Winston is the actor, who's a British actor. He was very... British, pink-faced, light, yeah. mm. and all of his children were everybody. You know had that dark classic year. darker featured. So that that was a little bit off to me. Yeah. Just I enjoyed him as the character of King Soul, but yeah. Yeah, I, he wasn't matching the kids. And or somebody the wife. else, somebody else said that online was a little that bit off
2: that for me. the only other two uh, there were two guys that were clearly white <laughs> that yeah. were going to rise to rule everybody. Yeah, you know, right. and David and the, yeah. So there's a little. Uh, there could be something in that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're only so one conscious. week
0: off of the Oscars, you guys. We still <laughs> got a lot
3: of work to do.
2: Uh, and I just—I'm doing the O.J. Simpson show at the same time, so it, uh, but you
3: know. But you—you could—you could say that this is actually a very diverse show in that respect. True. Yeah, true. that's true. They—they—they
2: uh, they, they did mix it up. There was mm-hmm. uh, when you saw the. Uh, the king of the other tribes of the what were they called the Amalekites is that how you say yeah. it? Amalekites? Mm-hmm. Uh, Amalekites uh, yeah. Yeah Amalek. Hey, please forgive me. Uh, I've got to go to school. We've on got to Bible brush now. up on our Bible. Yeah notes. we were saying yeah. this as we we're watching it we're like oh dang you know.
0: <laughs> I, would, I would love to to read your notes in your notes oh, and yeah. my notes to see how we spelled some of the names
2: <laughs> Amalekites yeah <I> remember, yeah.
0: <laughs> Phonetic going at it. Right. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I mean, in the b- biblically, it was like, and he begot who, who begot right. this person, who begot that. It's like yeah. it's easy to get lost
1: yeah. in all
2: of that. And it, you know, our perspective with this is uh, we're going to do the best we can to break it down. And this is why we want you to participate as well. And we'll bring, we'll bring some guests on the show as well mm-hmm. that come from different religious backgrounds. We mm-hmm. talked about they so could weigh in a
3: little bit
0: on
2: they, that.
3: Yeah. The content.
2: Different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, we've got some religious leaders that are friends and stuff that we can bring in. To yeah.
0: Because if you're waiting on me to have a, a real strong understanding of, of the context, I, I went to Sunday school, okay, but that was like 20 years ago. So, so gotta, we, gotta bring, yeah. we have to bring in a professional.
2: Where have you been?
0: Right. Where's yeah. your Bible? Sorry, Grandma. Where's your Bible? Sorry, Grandma.
2: But it's, it, we can break it down from the perspective of the show, but yeah, we will be bringing people in from a religious perspective, mm-hmm. a spiritual perspective, and ultimately, there's a a whole lot of perspectives uh so i I don't want to just take a one uh, slanted perspective of it and Mm -hmm. and look at it uh you know from uh, you know from a singular religious perspective you know
3: you know what i I found interesting was the command if you will that came down from the prophet to yeah that was interesting wasn't it which was hey you've got your plan but god or um Elohim uh,
2: how do they say that it was Allah...
3: Elohim Elohim, Elohim. Elohim. um who is God uh, is dictating to you that you must change your plans and kill all of the uh, all of the the enemies, the, uh,
2: you know, Amalekites.
3: the Amalekites.
2: The Amalekites, <laughs> we're going to get this. And down. the
3: Philistines, yeah, you yeah. know, and and uh, and, and so you kill saw the a bit of a of battle and children, of the drill there.
2: literally to commit mm-hmm. genocide. Absolutely. Um, so the it was the prophet Samuel, and this uh, of gods and, of kings and prophets mm-hmm. is based on the book of Samuel mm-hmm. uh, from the Bible and yeah so that was that was fascinating we'll come back to that again because that's uh, that's A later really on. big yeah mm-hmm. but uh, let's see so it starts out uh, and basically the, it sets out that uh, they're talking about King Saul fending off the the uh, the palace how do they call them they call them the Philistines Philistines yeah um, I'm assuming that that relates to the Palestinian state mm-hmm. today, and uh, you know, it's like it's hard for me to. Uh, there's a, we're going to school here, ladies. Right. Yeah, we're, we're going, yeah. To have to yeah. To which is go. good. I mean, shoot, we can go to school together. So <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we'll go learn to school together. Yeah, it's like Sunday school, but fun, and we say blowjob. Um, so uh, <laughs> drink. <laughs> oh, drink, yes. So, um, <laughs> so Saul's fending off the attacks of the Philistines mm-hmm. when we start. We've got, uh, it says, little does he know that David's going to be his greatest, uh, the Mm. greatest asset in this, uh, how do you say, unitation? You can't say unitation. Uh, Unity. Yeah, bringing the unity of the tribes of Israel. (laughs) Um, And and David's
0: made to look like such a... uh, you know, shortcomer uh, early on. You know, he's just made to look like he's that just ultimate out with loser his, with
3: his slingshot, yeah. right? He, but, he, but they're getting us ready for that sling. They showed the slingshot quite a few times. yeah so impressive. It's coming in.
2: Yeah, it's got some power in that slingshot. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I got to say, doesn't he remind you a little bit of the um, who's the guy? Is Peter uh, the, the the shorter guy on Game of Thrones? Yes. The, he looks like he him. he looks
3: a lot like him. And in the trailer, when I watched the trailer. I thought it might have been him. I thought, oh gee, did they cast? What's count? his last name?
2: It's like Dinklage uh, or Dink. Yes, Something right. like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, he has the same look. Similar, similar, similar features. Yeah. The, yeah.
3: the other,
0: uh, what's the word? Doppelganger.
2: Doppelganger. Dopp- I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna learn. Say to it say one more time. Story. Say it one more time. Doppelganger.
2: Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: so the d- other
0: dappleganger, forgive me, uh, that I saw in this show yeah. was the the concubine. Mm-hmm. Um, she looked like Jennifer Lawrence to me. I kept thinking that was Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer wow. Lawrence.
2: Maybe in the X-Men. Uh,
3: like a brunette <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like something about her.
0: She's, her I bone thought the
3: concubine structure. was much prettier than Jennifer Lawrence. Personally, no offense, really? Jen. She said it so really. No offense, Jen. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if they did that back then. Yeah, of course they did. They did everything. This is crazy. All right, so. Uh, we've got (laughs) Doppelganger right we've got uh, the David says he's going to kill the wolf so here's the Mm -hmm. thing Uh, what did you you think about the scene in the market with the tax Uh, he's out out there to pay the tax uh he he was out there twice there were two scenes I I thought
3: he was a stand up guy I mean he he offered to go after the lion in order to pay Back the debt, if you will. So that was that was a stand-up move.
2: See, what's the, I don't know uh, that I get the logic in that. How is hmm. going after the lion and getting the lion going to pay the debt of the tax? Is it the meat? Is it the, the skin? I, I think it's going to
3: stop is future killings, future losses. Okay. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to stop the losses of
2: uh, other sheep. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's saving the flock. And saving himself from being flogged. And there's the metaphor again. Mm-hmm. Right, the metaphor of saving the flock and the mm-hmm. king saving the flock of people and yeah. the entire and, and, people. And, and,
3: and the sheep, right?
0: The yeah. shepherd and his sheep.
2: Yeah, exactly. And...
0: I don't know if you guys remember or have ever heard of this, but the tax collector uh, in the Bible is really one of the most hated mm-hmm. and um, unfavored he still people. still is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He taxes are
2: good, pay your taxes. We yeah, all do yeah, that. Yeah, but, um, you know, but
0: it's, it's amazing the things that people do. Uh, and, and how fearful they are of somebody who, in, in God's eyes, is is honestly very wrong and right.
2: immoral, the yeah. tax collector. Yeah, so, so they're saying, in God's eyes, the tax collector, because what? They're living off of other people? Yeah, I don't, I don't know the full
0: backstory, but I just remember... Um,
2: back yeah, when the Jesus here. went in and threw the tables up, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, the tax collectors, and... Didn't they always? The tax collectors were always Jewish of the Jewish persuasion, weren't
0: they? Oh, I
3: don't know, and I don't even want to speculate.
0: You
2: don't even want to go there.
3: I mean, everyone back then was Jewish, right?
2: Well, that's true. Um, yeah,
3: but uh, but but uh, is anyone? Hey, wasn't it? Everyone wasn't I'm gu- Jewish. I'm guessing
0: you're not Jewish. Right? Well, Sammy Davis Jr. is <laughs> only my third cousin. Is he so. your third cousin? No, he's
3: not.
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> but he was Jewish. Oh, yeah. was he really?
2: Yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. What am I, uh, I want to get somebody from the Kabbalah Center here right. yeah. to come and give their take on mm. it from that perspective. But I think that they did because w- when we look at these stories, like I said before, it, it starts right out the bat. Uh, right off the bat, saying the savage Philistine attacks. Mm-hmm. Well. Saul was going out and committing genocide and killing women and children mm-hmm. in the name of God. Yeah. So you know, to jump to one side or to the other, uh, take one religion's perspective. I think, mm-hmm. but know, I think for that, that,
3: that that's a, again a metaphor to what's happening today. Because mm-hmm. you can you can say that you know who's correct in the Syrian conflict. Is it the one side or right. the other side? And and depending on what perspective you're coming in from, you think you're right. Yeah. And and that's classically been the way throughout history.
2: Yeah. And and. He who wins writes
3: the history books, right?
2: Oh yes, that was that was too good. Mm -hmm. That was too good. Yeah, and they'll write people into history, write people out of history. That's -hmm. why people like Alexander the Great would have a a historian that would travel with him, writing the story of his life Mm -hmm. in a way that was Mm self-aggrandizing and making him out to be the savior Mm -hmm. of the world. And that's that's how all these stories are. That's why they call it history: his story, her story. It's all just a story. Mm -hmm. Uh, But these are some of the most cherished stories mm-hmm. that have been passed down through time and you had pointed out, McCall, before we started about the the biblical lessons that are in there the wisdom mm-hmm. and what really struck me, I'll just bring it up right now, was what you had brought up because Saul was commanded by Samuel mm-hmm. uh, the prophet. Now the prophet was given power before Saul came onto the scene. Yeah, The prophet then Samuel was pressured by the people to have a king that was put in place. He uh put Saul in place as kind of an intermediary right. but Samuel was supposed to be the voice of God incarnate. Yeah, exactly. And so Samuel tells Saul mm-hmm. you have to go kill uh you know you just killed these other Philistine tribes or whatever. You got to now go kill what am I going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill the word.
0: The Amalekites. Mal- Mal- uh, Mal- uh, Malachites. Yeah, Amalekites. Yeah.
2: You got to kill them, the women, the children, everything. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. Where and he chose not to kill the king.
0: Right. Why? Because he's greedy. <laughs> Look, this is this is what I took from it. Because mm-hmm. um, I am religious. Regardless of my complete understanding of the Bible, I still trust and obey the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, I, this is what I took it as. Sometimes God will bring you a message, in my opinion, and what I've been taught. And sometimes he'll bring it to you in a in a in a different uh, carrier. It might be a person. It might be a donut. Whatever. Listen to the voice. He brought of it God. to you in a donut. That's what I happened. I had messages in Krispy Kreme. <laughs> but
2: but see, see, that's that what was, happened. You just God brought you messages in donuts, and that's why you you put the weight on. Exactly. Relax, you know? Exactly.
0: Exactly. But see, you know, Saul was not listening to God, right, mm. and and he wanted to prove to mortals, you know, pe- people here on earth, that he had this power. God was already telling him, I'm going to take care of your power if you just obey my word, and it came from the prophet, but he didn't want to listen.
2: Yeah, what do you think about that?
3: We, well, you know, he, he clearly didn't want to listen because he spared the Amalekite uh, Amal- the uh, Amal- Amal- king, king. Uh, which came back and bit him in the butt.
2: It, it blew, it up, face. Face. That's, that's
3: it blew the, up in his face.
2: That's the part that's uh, I find weird because uh, Saul said exactly what I would think, mm-hmm. right? He's like, "Wait a second, the God that I know isn't going to tell me to go out and kill women and children."
3: Yes, I,
0: I'll, but although, sometimes you don't always understand. You see, this is where I'm going to start getting religious. Here, here on. we go. This sometimes you it. don't understand, you know, some of the messages that whatever your higher power is. Sometimes you get a rejection and you don't understand well why did I get this rejection because Mm -hmm. next week there is a bigger blessing for you right Mm That's yeah. that's what I kind of picked. So up So you're on.
2: taking the metaphorical meaning of that uh, because I mean today you you could have a guy that goes in, dresses up with uh, weird color hair, and shoots up a theater of people with you know at the Batman movie, mm-hmm. yeah. And it says that God told him to do it. Now that's not what he claimed in his defense, um, All right? But, but that's
3: what Saul claimed.
2: Yeah, I mean how, we we hear about stories like this happening biblically, and in, in today's day and age, we say the guy was a kook, right. right?
0: But but historically, in in Throughout the Bible, there are a lot of different examples of people disobeying the, the orders of God, and they're punished, um, you know, the after effects. I mean, I can't think of the woman's name, but she turned and looked at the hill, and she turned into a pillar of salt. I mean, right. there are a lot of different references when God tells you to do something. It doesn't matter if it comes from him or from one of his prophets, and people disobey, they
3: get burned in the end. Well, and McCall you were saying it earlier, is that Saul, because he disobeyed in this, in this particular command, and he didn't right. wipe them all out, he spared the king, Samuel, the prophet Samuel came back and drove the next part of that. And you saw a power struggle yeah. coming into play between prophet Samuel and Saul and the people revering Samuel when they should have been revering Saul. And do
2: you, so do you, think, Saul it, do you lost think it's a struggle?
3: Power. Do you think it's a struggle? Because I now think it's just a
0: complete shift. Mm. Right. Because once you take the head off of somebody in front of all those yeah. people, for lack of a better term, you are the man. Right? It's, a, it's
3: a little bit like uh, like Trump and the rest of the uh, Republican candidates there. <laughs> well, it maps
2: across to so many things because ultimately, you know, the, the crises of consciousness that people have and the struggles that people have in life, you know, there's, uh, I, I wrote this, I posted the other day. Uh, the Master Storyteller in Arabian Nights said that people need stories more than bread itself because they tell us how to live and why. Yeah. Mm. And so when you look at, and I, I'm going to throw in any religious text because I think that there's wisdom that comes from all sorts of different places. Uh, this is this happens to be a biblical show. I think that there's just as much wisdom that could be found in uh, any holy text that you know uh, that's out there but there is wisdom and that's and that's where you struck me before we came in here because you said he didn't listen to God and it bit him
0: yeah
2: and it's like wait a second okay because there's so many stories biblically speaking where somebody was told to kill their own kid or go and kill this person Mm -hmm. go kill some women and children and it's like wait a second well how how do you possibly say that that's Sane, religious, or but spiritual that, that, that in any way, shape, your, or
3: form. That, that's the whole thing about faith, right? Do you yeah, have faith, faith or do you not
2: but have faith? faith My faith tells me to go kill this person.
0: I mean, there is a story in the Bible of, I, again... Got to get brush, brushed up on my
2: Bible. but Yeah, all of us do. We, yeah, we
0: all have to get brushed up. But there's a story about a guy who kills his own kid because I know. God ordered him to do it. But he killed his kid, and then God resurrected his child. Right. He just well, wanted to prove. thank God. Thank God. That, <laughs> yeah, God just wanted to prove and, and wanted to know if he would be obedient.
2: But how come, why don't we see that type of stuff happen today? If it was happening back then where God's resurrecting kids that, that were commanded to kill, why we don't see that on the news.
0: The Kardashians.
2: Oh, the Kardashians. <laughs> so it's a Kardashian uh Uh, I I
0: just blame them when I don't know Yeah, blame the
2: Kardashians. They're they're taking our attention away from the resurrection of children that's happening. But
0: can I I just say this? I I find it funny that women have a lot of... And we're coming off International Women's Day. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I'm I'm feeling my feminism coming in. All right. Uh, But it's kind of funny how women hold so much influence Mm -hmm. in so many different areas. You look at Saul's wife. uh, When he's kind of feeling like he doesn't know what to do, she looks at him and and she goes... Uh, uh, Samuel is the prophet, and you are the king. And she
2: really
3: emphasized, "You're the man. You're the king." But she was she was lobbying for him not to follow Samuel, which is interesting.
2: That yeah, that really is. Uh, and it, yet,
3: she didn't have enough clout to change his mind because right. ultimately, he did do what Samuel
2: he did he, yeah, him yeah, so he do. went in and he killed the. the mm. But no, and uh, but at the end, he didn't.
3: But but speaking of influence of women, going back to your point, the concubine, yeah, yeah right, was pushing him to follow Solomon's lead. The, and he did.
2: Yeah, women, women. we know who's in charge, right?
0: <laughs> we she, know had, she had her means. I, I was hinting at it, but I didn't say it. But, but thank you.
2: <laughs> yes, you're welcome. Well, it's in it's honor of Women's Day yesterday. So <laughs> we know who's in charge, but it's true. I mean, you can look back and see the uh, roles that people have played, and it's always been, you know, even if there's a man that's there in front, there's a woman that's there backing them, telling yeah. them. Uh, that either you can do it, or get up off your ass, or you go back right. and you make it happen again, and you yeah. know.
0: I was a little confused. Maybe you guys can kind of clear this up for me. So they're arranging for the daughter to be to be sold. You know the the bridal the to, first to, to daughter, Marev. Marev.
2: Yeah, she, if we but, say that wrong, please forgive us.
0: You know, there was a pretty hot and spicy scene. No blowjobs, but it was pretty hot and spicy. <laughs> she was basically having sex with the guy that they were trying to arrange this marriage with. What was his right. name? Medi uh yeah,
2: Medi- Medi- it's, it's close to that. She said Netanyahu. That was the is Israeli really Prime Minister. Yeah. No, uh but Medi Medi Medi... Medi-, Medi- uh, you, yeah, yeah.
0: Either way, we'll him, doesn't We'll call that, him Mateo. Yeah, Mateo. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, doesn't that affect um, like technically she's not supposed to be having sex with anybody. That's the whole point of well, getting right. married. The, well, they, so they weren't they having sex. Times. They
2: were just making out pretty. Butt naked were they naked? Uh, in the I second scene. I missed the nakedness. Yeah,
0: there was, scene. They were they were there were moans. Really? <laughs> Who's moaning making out? I mean, that's that's some good kissing. Uh, so Look, they me, were sneaking around.
2: Him. It happened then and it happens now. Yeah,
0: yeah, which but, is why she was so
3: distraught when he didn't come back.
0: Exactly. Right. But so that throws me off because him. it's kind of like, well, you're you're traditionally you're being married off so you can start having sex. You're not supposed to be having sex before marriage. But
2: Nicole, they do. People do. Get over no, it. But, no,
0: but, but, I know. <laughs> I know. But but, but business wise, no, she wasn't think... supposed to be doing that.
2: Right. So she's okay. given the goods before he got the, the gold. She,
0: yeah, she's messing up business. That's okay. how I yeah. took it. <laughs> I don't it. care what you do. I'm just saying, business-wise, she was she was really jeopardizing her father.
2: So so what do you think about that, dude? Because they were doing a marriage, an arranged marriage. Uh, and once to again, hey, and tribes. we want to know what you think. We, I mean, we could spout our opinions here all day long, mm-hmm. and we will. Uh, but we want your opinion. So if you have uh, some insight, some understanding, you see it a different way, by all means, let us know. If you think we're uh, great, if you think we're terrible, let us know. Um, and uh, you can you can follow us on YouTube. Also, download the iTunes, the, the podcast. You uh-huh. can find it there. You can tweet us live. Yeah. And, and we have a, lot a hashtag of folks, A lot of
0: yeah, folks yeah, are okay, having cool. a hard time uh, watching it right now, but we'll make sure that you guys can watch the recap. Yeah.
3: It'll be on as soon as we get done, so mm-hmm. you guys can yeah. watch it then.
2: Yeah. So what do you think about this whole arranged marriage thing? I mean... You know, I think that's
3: pretty, that was pretty true to the times, especially yeah. Yeah. as a princess, as a daughter of a uh, of a king. That was pretty much to be expected. I'm happy she was in love with the guy she was being set up with. That's a bonus. Right, yeah, that right. is a bonus. You <laughs> no. never see that, that's right? A bonus. <laughs> so it's just one of those
0: situations where it could go left and, and it could get really messed up because you're not following the the business process. You're supposed to be holding out. And then they go and purify oh, her. Oh, so you're
2: back on the sex again. Well, no, well we were like, having a different t- uh, conversation, but <laughs> no, that's But, but, right. I just, but you,
0: it really threw me off. Like, well, why is she doing that when she's supposed to be the ultimate prize? Because she's right. that in love. Okay, well, love I mean, I,
2: I, I, I think you're right. And it didn't, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, the guy dies anyway. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah. I, I'm
0: just saying it could have been really bad. Yeah. So now I don't trust her. Okay. You don't trust the daughter. Fair enough. Interesting.
3: No. Interesting. Yeah. I don't trust her.
2: So, But what do you think about the whole idea of uh, uniting the tribes through marriage? Is it, Do you like it? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Um, in today's day and age, uh, as I yesterday it was National Women's fi- Day. I think
3: it's tough to find in today's day and age in Western society. Like I arranged mean, marriages? They still right. do it in places. And yeah. they, they do it in a lot of places, actually. If you go outside of Western culture, I mean, you've got a billion people in India alone that are still following this, um, you know as well as different different parts of the world, you know, in, in Eastern societies. Yeah, my relatives. Un, it's, un, it's not familiar to us. Right. But but it's still happening, and it's 2016. I don't
2: you know
0: what you're
3: talking about. My mom tries to arrange my marriage <laughs> all the
0: time. Oh, that's no, so she... <laughs> it? If, if it could happen, my mom would let it happen. If right? we could get a little
2: gold and a little salt and some silk, uh, we'll go. let you go. You we'll so. let you go. Um, and silk and some olive oil. I'll,
3: I'm
0: great. Can, I'll mom, olive oil. <laughs> my mom
3: would be good with a pack of Oreos.
0: Just please take her. <laughs>
2: See, you know, you know what it seemed to me like through this whole thing uh, with Saul, when they brought in the dowry and they said, hey, this is what we're going to give you. Here's the gold for the daughter and all that. And Saul says, you know, that's good, that's good. What's really important in the true gift is the uh, uniting of the tribes of Israel. Mm-hmm. And he got the applause. And you think, what's a, a, uh, you know, what would one think would be in alignment with God's will Well, aligning a bunch of tribes sounds like a good thing. Yeah, aligning the tribes, not killing women and children, not doing these things. This is, I'm having a bit of a disconnect with this. And so the
3: question goes back to the prophet. I mean, how much, he's an advisor, clearly. But was this really coming from God? Yeah, how do you know? It's not a crazy you old know? guy yeah. smoking some
2: stuff up on the mountain. Exactly. It, but inhaling it, the uh, methanol from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but but, it.
0: but <laughs> traditionally, if they have been deemed to be the prophet, you have to just believe
3: that. Right. Okay. Which I think is what ultimately got Saul <laughs> yeah. to, to, to go that path. But yeah.
2: you got to, you got to wonder, and I, I, th- for me, I go then to the metaphorical value of the Bible and it's like, okay, you've got the, the lesson that's being passed down is clearly to obey a higher power or to put something above yourself, mm-hmm. um, and to listen. Um, I get that lesson. I think that's something we can take. And I'd like to take lessons from this. I, right. If that's <laughs> what the Bible's made for, I'd love for us to take some lessons. I get that lesson. Uh, But I think it it really gets confused with God throwing the lesson down with killing of people. Unless there's a, and this is what you started my thinking going, because Mm -hmm. unless there's something to, you know, we are, if if we're spiritual beings having a human experience, Mm -hmm. if there's something to uh, the notion of uh, power and the power struggles that happen and that uh, at some level if you don't get that learning that you need to take out the last vestige that may remain, your entire tribe's going to be wiped out mm-hmm. and the entire flock will be wiped out. Mm-hmm. unless you. So there might be some higher level learning on that. from that perspective. What do you think?
0: I think there is. A, you know, the Bible's one of the most uh, amazing books ever. So, yeah. you know, I, I just really believe that there are some lessons that apply that applied then that apply honestly
3: and still happen now. Right. But this was not intended to be a Bible study. This is, in my opinion, Hollywood. This is sensationalism. There's too much guts and gore and sex and blood.
2: Um, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, it's still, when you get to the heart of it, for me, it's a, it's a, it's a story that was created uh, to pass on wisdom to the world that would supposedly give you a better life, find mm-hmm. heaven on earth, you know? it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so where's the heaven on earth in this for me? Um, but we also want to know what you think. So tweet us and uh, let us know uh, your thoughts on that front. Yeah. Is it really 759? Yeah. You're kidding me. We've been talking for an hour? We started, no, we came we started
3: late. about wait, 15 wait. minutes late. Yeah, we came a little bit Ra- late. Well, we're but. wrapping okay. up in five minutes. You know, we can ask
2: God. God.
3: Go can you let us know?
2: God's so, in the production so, studio. You know, you know, no,
3: since, since, we're, since we're closing up, overall yeah. view, what'd you think? What first, did I think? First, uh, yeah, first impression.
2: Overall view. You know what? I, I liked it enough to get into the story and to follow the story. I loved the little snippet preview that they showed for next week. Mm. That was cool because you got to see some of the drama unfolding and stuff. I, I'll tell you what, I'm into the story of David and Goliath. Right, yeah. I'm into the uh, I'm into seeing some of this stuff laid down that I that I'm familiar with. Yeah. And I'm ready to go to school and share it with you guys. How about Yeah, yourselves?
3: Absolutely. I enjoyed it. I really I, I love anything, you know, along the lines of history. And- Epic, like I said, the one thing that bothered me a little bit, and this is nitpicking, <laughs> was the women's earrings. I don't what? know if anyone noticed this. What I the earrings? I I I'm, I'm, I'm taking it away from Bibles and values and going to the fashion for just a minute.
2: People are getting killed. Yeah, how did you even
3: see an earring? You know with what? All that blood. Be, because in my, in my world of historic biblical times, there were either no earrings or long, dangly. You know, these were hoops like I could find at, at like Claire's or something. You know, that, that, just, that, that sort of I, that stuck on me at the beginning, and every scene they were showing a woman. Ladies, if you're watching this next week, keep an eye on the earrings. You're going to see what I mean. Yeah,
2: so I'm going to look out for that. But
3: overall, overall, I did like it. I'm I'm looking forward to
0: Nick next week.
2: Did you? Yeah.
0: To kind of what piggyback off of what you were mentioning about David and Goliath, I think yeah. that is the story that mm. everyone knows. It's, yeah. it's, it's mm. universal. Right. And I like the way they're building it up and making sure you understand where David started, you know, Mm -hmm. how people regarded him and what's gonna eventually happen. Because, you know, this is the Bible. We know how all this plays out, right? But I like the way they're setting it up. And it's funny, with all the biblical uh, works that have been out, I don't know if I've ever actually seen them depict uh, David with this slingshot. Every time I think about David in the slingshot, I think about Bart Simpson, <laughs> one of those, you know, classic slingshot. But to see this leather long strap and all that goes into it was really cool for well, me. And you could yeah. see him getting ready, right? Yeah, ready I, I, I loved watching his, his slingshot process.
2: I like I love that too, and you know, there's uh, historians that say, and I had heard this come out, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a few months ago, but they were talking, the historians were talking about, you know, David was not uh, nobody. The, I mean, they were really good, these shepherds that were out mm-hmm. there that had Nothing but like a sling, snipers. and they, yeah, like snipers yeah. at the time. So that it was, while That's it's an real. impressive feat that mm. he could beat Goliath right. with the with the sling and with the rocks, mm. um, they were pretty darn good. Yeah. So it was they were they were they were trained to, yeah. to do that. No Bar um,
0: Simpson slingshots for this <laughs> nah. state. Uh,
2: so let's go in that a little bit. The um, yeah, I thought I thought uh, there's a lot of lessons to come, and uh, you know I have to go back to the metaphor once again of the the very first scene and the sheep being slaughtered because David was asleep and he slept through it and the people are being slaughtered and the king gets the message Mm -hmm. so it's just kind of thinking big picture the king gets the message you have to kill every single one of them and if you don't the bad things are going to It was to definitely exactly. foreshadowing
3: what was going to come. Being asleep there,
2: there at, at the throne, being asleep at you know the, as you're uniting the tribes.
0: Mm-hmm. I love the way you tied that together. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, thank you. I, I mean it. Because it's true. You it's brought me along it's for true. a yeah, purpose.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You, you know who gets <laughs> up? Not just
3: because you're cute.
2: Ah, thank you. you know but you been? guys can back, uh, you're the women behind
0: me. Uh, uh, International Women's Day.
2: International yeah. Women's Day, yeah. Uh,
0: the best actor... And I guess an animal can be an actor. Was the sheep though? Did you guys had a kick out of
3: that sheep. They're walking around. You know, I wonder out if the they force. had it tranquilized. That was my thought. Was yeah, was that a real sheep? Cool. And if it was, it well, had to have been tranquilized. It was, what sheep is cool, just going to sit on
0: your on your, on your on your shoulders? And well, the sheep looked, looked so peaceful. Be. He looked like he was going to say something at one point. He did, and
2: and with All that right. we have to say something. We have to wrap it up here because we got people that are beating down the door to get in yeah. here, uh, and we uh, so we're gonna have to say good night. But. Reach out to us. We yeah, we thank getting...
3: you for following because it's, be it's, be it's going to be a good season. It's going to be a great season. You
2: know, I think this is going to build up. Yeah. Uh, we're really happy that you were here, uh, McCall Hall. Tell them how they can get a hold of you and communicate with you.
0: All right, you guys. You can catch me on social media at So McCall Hall when sports and pop culture
3: collide, and now when the Bible collides. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Katerina Kazayas at Katarina Kazayas. I'll see you next week.
2: Beautiful. And Chris Howard, you can reach me at Chris Howard Live on Twitter or at LegendaryLivingDaily.com and leg legendarylivingtv.com for the YouTube channel for Afterbuzz TV Woohoo. over and out Be See you here next week. or B square for next week and read your bible and read your bible yeah. be Go ready for that read
1: your bible be you ready for next week Be ready <laughs> from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV network